tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey Josh, you haven't done an intro for a while. Why don't you do an intro for us? Uh, That's right, you're listening to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that survived Black Friday and is bringing a brand new, super awesome show to you. I'm Sam. I'm Josh. I'm Samantha. I'm Cody. Hey, we got through the intro. All right. (laughs) We We have a great show for you this week. We have a bunch of news to go over. But first, let's talk about some things we've been checking out. I mean, I have a bunch. I I checked out a lot of stuff. Go for it. Go, do, go, do. Oh, man. Where to start? The beginning is nice. Yeah. Uh, well, a long time ago, in 1984. Okay. Too uh, far, too far. Fast forward. Uh, I saw Wreck It Ralph 2. Oh, Ralph yeah. breaks oh. the internet. Okay. How was it? Oh. Uh oh. It's, it's pretty. It was mildly disappointing, honestly. Really? Oh. Yeah. It, oh. It's kind of the syndrome of the last few uh, Disney films, sequels, where they it's basically the first movie mm. with different set pieces. There's a lot of very similar themes. Hmm. And then this one almost had almost like a Ready Player One fever pitch of like, hey, look at this reference. Hey, look at this reference. I was kind of afraid that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And pretty much the stuff you saw with the Disney princesses in the trailer is almost their entire thing. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. You can't let them take over the whole movie. They were so good about it in the first movie, though, leaving all all the references were in the first act, and Mm -hmm. then they told their own story from there. And that's what they needed to do. Did they not do that with this one? Uh, They did, but it was more... I was more like like a lot of background stuff, Mm. like like Facebook, Twitter. Oh, no, it's getting into emoji movie territory. (laughs) I was afraid of it when I was going into it, that it was going to be something kind of like that. Was Patrick Stewart the poop emoji? No. Let me remind you all yeah. that it was in a movie that was on the big screens where Patrick Stewart was a poop. Sir Patrick Stewart. And Sir made, Patrick Stewart. And it made a lot of money. Yes, it did. Though I heard it's very bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, yeah. it's pretty much resoundly hated, but still made a well, bajillion just dollars. Just a ton of money. So anyway, with this movie, I heard, I don't know anything about it other than the premise, but I heard that Sonic the Hedgehog has a halfway moderate sized role in this as like the guy that explains the internet to people. Huh? It's, it's real short. Okay. But he's like standing next to Ralph when the, the Wi-Fi gets hooked up and like, they're like, Weefy, what kind of game is that? Oh, and Sonic's like, it's Wi-Fi. It's the internet. And I'm sitting there and I'm kind of chuckling to myself. Like, of course, Sonic is the expert on the internet. You got to go fast. No. Also, f- he's a it's, million me- memes. It's it's how he finds questionable pictures of all his friends and uh. himself. <laughs> and himself. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's. Yes. Honestly, yes. there aren't as many video game references in this one. Hmm. Like it's mostly like internet stuff. Well, it is. Yeah, that's that's the focus this time. I, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ralph <laughs> talks about tappers a lot. I think he has a drinking problem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And there's like a whole subplot they don't even touch. Really? What's like that? it's like brought up and then it's it's not visited again until like the end of the movie. Okay. Huh. When is this a spoiler? Not really. Okay, well then go. So the whole reason they have to go to the internet is because the steering wheel on the Sugar Rush game broke. Mm. And so it's either re- get a replacement part for the game or it's going to get unplugged forever. Okay. In the meantime, the arcade owner unplugs the machine, so all the game characters from Sugar Rush have to come to Game Central or whatever, the, the inside of the surge protector. Yeah, the surge protector. Yeah, the surge protector, And, sure. you know, and they, so they get housed with a bunch of other characters. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Felix and uh, Sergeant... Um, Calhoun. Calhoun, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been married for six years, decide they're going to um, house all of the Sugar Rush racers. Oh, geez. Like okay. all 15 of they, them. They adopt all of them. They do. They do. <laughs> they're all kids, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they adopt them as their little surrogate kids. And then it's talked about how they're just wild and rabid children, <laughs> and they're destroying Felix's apartment to the point where he goes to Tapper's with Ralph and chugs a lot of root beer. <laughs> but then it's not touched on for the rest of the movie until the very end. When you see Felix sitting in the stands of Sugar Rush watching them race, and they're all being super polite and 
well behaved. <laughs> it's never touched on. So something happened to fix the problem and we don't know what it no, is. No, <laughs> unless they're going to release like a mini movie for the Blu-ray or something kind of <laughs> like the like they did for Incredibles 2 for Edna babysitting Jack-Jack. Which should have been mm. in the movie. There wasn't enough Edna in the movie. I know, right? That was <laughs> that's the biggest fault of that movie. I mean, I don't know, man. But then the movie just kind of falls short for me and it was a little disappointing. I won't say it was a bad movie, but it also wasn't really... It wasn't as good as the first. Oh, of course yeah, It not. wasn't groundbreaking. It didn't do anything no. new with the concept or anything. No. And there's a lot of, like, almost memes, but not really. Yeah. Like, there's a whole point oh. where, like, Ralph stumbles into a room that's just all comments on these videos and stuff that he's been making. How cringy does it get? Is it cringy? I would, no, uh. no. But then, like, yes, the character who runs this video sharing site whatever that ralph's been working for on the internet uh talk it's like you know i should have warned you first rule of the internet is don't read the comments <laughs> no okay yeah. sure yeah so it's that qu- caliber of joke mm-hmm. then okay yeah yeah i, I remember when it huh. was funny to see stuff from the internet in real life and it's not in like like oh i remember that from the online and now it's just like oh no please keep that where it belongs yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah, it's like I said, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it also it wasn't very good. I mean, I had a in college, I had a button with like the awesome face. Oh yeah, like emoji thing on it on my bag. Like I'm like, look, it's like from the internet, but I've manifested it in reality. Oh man, the old the old rage face memes. <laughs> yeah, and now it's just like, oh, don't no. Honestly, I don't think people really know the old memes anymore. The original memes. The old memes, the old ones. <laughs> I was there when they were written. <laughs> See, you say that and my flash to the uh that's uh scene in Star Wars where they're like flying into like the Death Star or whatever and the guy says, you know, it's an old code but oh. it checks out it's an old meme but it checks out sir actually I have, I have that saved on my phone oh you do yeah. yeah it's one of my favorite things to put in comments oh that's good that's good <laughs> more internet culture yep i was there when they were inscribed on the boards of 4chan before <laughs> before that was a mess before the reckoning <laughs> yeah before the dark times before the dark times before the empire <laughs> okay so um other than ralph uh being you know lackluster what else did you check out? I watched Teen Titans go to the movies. Oh, how is it? It's actually not bad. I've been wanting to see yeah, it. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that as It's well. surprisingly good and entertaining. Yeah. I've heard. Man, they dog on DC movies like super hard. Good. Like, they need it. <laughs> like on their own stuff. I was like, man. That's... And there's so many Marvel references. It's almost like a love letter to Marvel movies. Really? Stan Lee even shows up. Oh, I knew Stanley was going to show up. Yeah, I he's knew it. That was a bit part. He's like, I'm here for my my subtle cameo. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't his last film. Yeah, me too. Yeah. but I'm sad Venom was. Uh, no, Avengers they, Four. Yeah, they filmed his. Cameo oh, right, 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 for... right, right. Yeah, depending on who you talk to, he's filmed the next twenty. <laughs> what? I saw someone online is had come up with some crazy number. Like he he's filmed enough like little bits and pieces that they could just like digitally insert here and there that he can be in the next 20 films if they wanted to. I mean, if they like, they use like his YouTube rants and stuff, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyway, Teen Titans go to the movies is surprisingly good. Uh, there are some callbacks to other episodes of Teen Titans go. Okay. Not like enough. Like at one point, like, uh, like, uh, Deathstroke's yelling at them. Well, slay Slade. And that's, um, Will Arnett, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or Deadpool, if you're the Teen Titans. Oh, they they call him Deadpool in that. Yeah, he's like, I'm not Deadpool. I came out first. They copied me. <laughs> and uh, he's not wrong. He's yeah. not. There's a lot. There's a lot of self aware humor in there. Cool. Like that. Um, Nicholas Cage is the voice of Superman. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good perfect. That's a that's a good reference. Yeah. Because the old uh, Superman lives. Superman the lives. The movie that movie. never got made. Yeah. Where he did a costume test. He, he oh, should perfect. have been a su- been Superman in a Superman movie. He should have. He really should have. Yeah. But yeah. Even if it turned out bad, it'd still be great. <laughs> Nicolas Cage, of course. Yeah. yeah, but he's the voice of Superman. I was like, I was like, oh, that is the best. <laughs> uh, but uh, they're fighting. They're fighting Slade, and uh, he's like, "What are you gonna do? Annoy me with your waffles or something?" And like, <laughs> Cyborg's holding up waffles, and he's like, "Oh," and he like puts them down. <laughs> Oh, there's some parts that get real dark. 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, ooh, this is technically a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah, like, I know the main thrust of the movie is, like, a lot of the adult superheroes from the DC, like, get mind-controlled or something. Not is that really. Right? I mean, there is a part like that. But There's a mo- part like that? Okay. But most of it is they're busy making superhero films. Oh, okay. And so, and Robin gets it in his head, the measure of a great superhero is having a movie made about them. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, that's clever. Yeah. There, right. There's a poster on the wall of a theater. It says, like, Batman versus Joker, Yawn of Justice. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Wow, that is that is good. That is a good one. Yeah. 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 But, uh, no, but there's a part where, like, they decide uh, the way to get a superhero movie made is to make sure no other superheroes are ever created. <laughs> so they go back in time and mess with various superheroes' origin stories. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, they save the Wayne family from the alley. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then they come back to the future, and, like, the whole world's overrun with supervillains, and it's all wrecked. They're like, well, we got to fix that. And they push the Waynes into the alley. And <laughs> oh, then you, my God. And then you see two bright flashes. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and, like, Robin doing, like, a thumbs up. I'm like... <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa. Okay, I, I really want to see it now. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. But no, it's a it's a decent, it's a, it's a surprisingly decent movie. Yeah. Balloon Man is in it. <laughs> and they're like, like, yeah, I wish, we, I wish that we could say this is a joke character, but he's a real character. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's almost a joke taken from the Lego batman movie where like the condiment yeah. king condiment king and kite man and they, yeah. at one point they say you're making those up these are real you can real actual, yeah. <laughs> oh man but yeah it's a uh, it's actually surprisingly good and i was not i was actually not disappointed and i was like man okay <laughs> i hope lego movie 2 is good but i'm kind of worried about that one just i'm a little i am a little worried i don't know what it is just like the trailers and stuff i've seen for it are just kind of like what else can be said other than do they go to Duplo land? Is that what's going on? I think I think the Duplo war is what makes the post-apocalyptic Mad Max-esque world uh, they're yeah. running around in. Okay. I and think it's, it's going to be more references to that than actually seeing it. And there's a lot there's a lot of hints that it's going to be the the girl Legos. Yeah, the Lego friends. Line. Like they're in space and the one guy's like it's, you don't want to go to the Sistar system. system. Yeah. So it's going to be a big ad for for girl Legos. Well, the first one was a big ad for boy Legos. Yeah. So, or just Legos. Or Legos in general because they, Legos shouldn't be gendered. Exactly. Also, But they did. They, <laughs> they did I, it. I hate the minifigs in those lines. They just look cheap. They could have just used regular, regular minifigs. minifigs for those. Yeah, I if mean, you want to make like fairies and elves and other stuff, okay, fine. Everybody but... likes dragons. Exactly. <laughs> the castle sets were some of my favorite stuff growing up. Now they don't do just generic. No, themes. they're all no. Now now they're all movie tie-in. Yeah, theme. yeah, movie tie-ins or city. Um, city. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of the city pieces are really cool. But oh, sure, yeah. If they came out with a new line of pirate Legos, I would I'd probably lose my mind. buy a bunch of them. I'd lose <laughs> my mind. Yeah, that was my favorite the, kind. The Viking one was really good. The castles one was great. Man, I mean, man, I miss old Legos. Oh, me I, too. Anyway, um, what was I talking about? Um, I miss old Lego prices. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, they were always expensive. They were, but like you know, adjust for inflation. Yeah. I mean, we can ask Balloon Man. <laughs> uh, 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 or the seventh image in any Google image search. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, bad. That was no. So anyway, right. uh, hey, gonna uh, yep. cut you off there for just a second. Yep, because. I have to check it out. Cody, I think, Cody and Samantha, I think you guys also saw this. And then we'll come uh, back around. It's and then fine. we'll roll back around to you because I know you have a ton. Mystery Science Theater. Did you guys do the gauntlet? No. Not all of it. We've watched two of them. Yeah, we watched yeah. Mac and Me and uh, Atlantic Rim. Okay, uh, I'm through the first four. I'm I'm through four out of six. Uh, Atlantic Rim and Mac and Me are probably the two best so far. Man, I remember when we went to Bad Movie Night and we watched Atlantic Rim. That, is, that oh, movie that was... is garbage. Oh, it's garbage. It is oh, it, so bad. It's, it's so bad. Oh, yeah. And, like, no one is likable in that movie. No. Like, the hero is the worst character. <laughs> the cockpit sets of the robots oh, are. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like they just put a bunch of 
stuff together. Now, my favorite mm-hmm. set is the brig that they lock the main character. <laughs> it's in. just a it's just a closet. Yeah. It's just yeah. a supply closet <laughs> that they cleared out. Yeah. Oh man, so bad. And like the the um like advanced control harness that they put on their heads and it's just like a headband that they glued some stuff to it's like a pair of sunglasses that they took the the sunglass part off and uh-huh. it's just the top yep and it just sits on their forehead oh and mac and me oh man i hadn't watched mac and me in years i've never actually seen it all the way through i've, oh. I've seen bits and pieces super bad i've only seen the bits that are on conan yeah <laughs> and you know what that happens pretty early on in the movie that oh, kid man. falls off that cliff pretty early yeah <laughs> I forgot the uh, last act of that movie, you know, it is, with the kid. It is wild. Yeah. <laughs> that movie goes. You want to talk about a kid's movie that goes places? <laughs> Watch Mac and Me. Oh, my gosh. It was wild. But the other two, um, the, the Land That Time Forgot, which was this weird 70s movie about time travel, I think, that was like it was edited to the point where it was incoherent. Like wow. it made zero sense. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't it feel like it felt like they cut a lot of stuff out of Mac and me. There was a bit cut out of Mac and me. Yeah, there's a bit cut out of all of them. But yeah, Mac and me had a couple. It wasn't as noticeable. It, the the land that time forgot was just yeah. And what was the what yeah, was the third? Yeah, you one? were talking about it before the show. You said it was yeah. real real bad. Oh, like the worst it? thing you'd seen in years. Oh, that's uh, Atlantic Rim. No, there's something else. But it's. All of them yeah. are, are like a tier above the last season, I think. I think they've really figured it out. Oh, yeah. No, it's uh, quality over quantity this year. Yeah. Even the host segments have been better, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the host segments have been great. There's a good continuity between like, it's like a storyline going through from from one to the other. <laughs> it was, but The storyline in the first season was not good, and it had no payoff. It had, yeah, it had no payoff. <laughs> Oh, the day time ended. That's the one. The day that time ended, yeah. Yeah. I like that they brought back uh, Dr. Eckert, or Dr. Earhart. Did they? From, from the first, yeah. Oh, yeah, you haven't gotten there yet. One of the one of the guest segments, one of the uh, in-between segments, uh, a ship docks with, uh, at uh, Deep 13 or whatever on the moon. Moon, moon 13. Moon 13. And it's Dr. Earhart. Wow. From the first season. Who's been missing ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he comes back with a deeper voice. He comes back with his old Tom Servo voice from the first season. It says, yeah, I w- took off to space and I, you know, hooked up with these space hippies and I mellowed out. And, <laughs> yeah, but he has like the really tall, like eraser head hair and like, oh, yeah, it's That's great. That's cool. Yeah, that was a really cool bit of uh, continuity. You saw the one where Frank is the second man I have in the other day. Tor- was it Torgo takes them? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. The one I'm forgetting is Lords of the Deep. It's yeah. um. Yeah, this really bad one about like these uh, sea monsters that attack a um, uh, underwater like um, basically Sea Lab Lab. Sea Lab twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's basically Sea Lab twenty twenty one with a weird uh, manta ray monster. But are they really monsters, or is man the real monster? <laughs> Who knows? It's but man. Uh, it's pretty nice. Pretty nice. So the last two, uh, the ones that I haven't gotten to are uh, Killer Fish which I don't know much about, uh, and Ator the Fighting Eagle, which I have seen, and it is a wonderful, amazing, <laughs> awful Beastmaster knockoff. I've, <laughs> I've heard it's a pretty good episode. Yeah. Most, the review I read said that either Mac and me or that one is the best one. Okay. Okay, it's going to be. It's gonna have to do a lot to like uh, beat um, <laughs> Mac and me, but uh, yeah. No, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah, the, the riff pacing has been better. Mm-hmm. Just everything is better, and I hope they get another season. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they will. They absolutely will. And you know what? I'd be cool with them with them doing another six episode season. You know? Yeah. If it's this good. Yeah. If it's this good. Yeah. I still want to do a Jonah Heston cosplay. Oh, that would be cool. You want to talk about that Bigfoot podcast? Sure, we could. We've been listening to a podcast about Bigfoot. That's pretty good. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's called It's called Wild Thing. Um, and it's by... Oh, so it's not about Charlie Sheen? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference. I got, it's a good one. Thank you. Very good. Was she a former NPR journalist I or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah, she's a former like serious journalist who finds out that she was related to... She's cousins with one of the biggest big-time 
Bigfoot researchers there ever was. Really? I thought they were going to say she was like cousin to Bigfoot. No. <laughs> well, maybe. So she goes down this rabbit hole of, of Bigfoot-dom. Wow. And, and takes the listener along with it. And you learn all about Bigfoot and that that community and that world. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's a really good show. That's cool. That I would recommend. Yeah. yeah. If you're into cryptids or just want to know more about Bigfoot culture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've always kind of wanted to get into cryptids a little more, but like I've never really known like where to kind of, you know, stick my toe in and not go off the deep end. Oh, yeah, like, that, that's definitely a good It's a, a good, good place, place to go. Okay, cool. Because yeah. she remains very level-headed and journalistic about okay, it. Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, I will definitely have to uh, download an episode or two of that and uh, check that out. Has, has it been running for very long, or is it a fairly new it's, uh, show? There's like five or six episodes. Oh, okay. All right. Is it an ongoing thing, or is it going to be one yeah, of those it's, prestige it's, it's still, format kind of things? I think they have a set ending because they have an analysis of some some fibers that they're waiting for the results on. Oh, and, okay. And she said on the last episode they're going to reveal what the results were. So there's there's a finite end to it. Okay. I just don't know where it is. Okay. <laughs> oh, right on, right on. Well, that sounds cool. Yep, definitely have to check that out. Hey, Josh, give me one more thing. Oh, man. Uh, Make it a good one. Putting you on the spot. A good one, huh? Yeah, you got to do a good we could talk Fallout 76, though, also. I'm <laughs> watching this. I tell you, current anime is getting real weird. <laughs> anime is real weird, guys. Well, I know. <laughs> I know. But there's like a like obsession right now with Western fantasy animes. Anime, or as we know it in the States, Japanimation. <laughs> <laughs> like with like Goblin Slayer and all kinds of other stuff. Well, another one's come out called... That time I was reincarnated as a slime. I've heard that's very good. It's interesting. So it's it's weird. So this guy in Japan, he's a businessman. Let me guess how it goes. <laughs> Does he turn into a slime? Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. But but after he's stabbed in the street and dies and gets reincarnated in a fantasy world. Oh, nice. As a little as a little Dragon Quest esque little slime guy. Oh, right on. And he meets a dragon in a cave. And somehow he has shape shifting powers. Also, well, well, yes, because he eats a bunch of monsters and acquires a whole bunch of skills from these different creatures. So he becomes like a blue mage slime kind of. He basically becomes a god. <laughs> there's like seriously, there's like nothing he can't do. Oh, awesome! It gets it gets a bit bonkers uh, until the point where he takes on these skill, this mimic skill, and then he. Uh, I don't know, ingest or absorbs a person and able to take a human form. But that's hmm. not, not to like, I don't know, like six episodes into the thing. Wow. There's just all kinds of stuff. It's it's different. Yeah. I've and, heard it's, got, it's kind of slow paced, but it pays off. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And he's a bit pervy. <laughs> of course. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's an anime. anime. Exactly. I mean, I've been watching. It's It's different. It's interesting. Uh, oh yeah, and I just finished uh, JoJo Diamond is Unbreakable. Oh yeah, what'd you think? Man, Kira is weird. Oh yeah. You need to watch JoJo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evil David Bowie is a weird dude. He's a weird dude. <laughs> yep. Leave it right there. Yeah. Yep. Regular David Bowie was a weird dude. <laughs> <laughs> like some of the other stands, like they get like like uh, like Stray Cat and um, mm-hmm. uh, Cheap Trick. Cheap Man, trick. Cheap Cheap Trick was mm-hmm. that was a ride. Yeah. Gonna take you for a ride. But yeah, yeah. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's there's a lot of like almost like video game references, but not. Well, it's mm. kind of like a video game fantasy world. Yeah, kind of, but but yeah, but it's more like a video game for him versus everyone else that lives in that world. It's kind of like their lives, like a video game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so like the hero Yoshihiku. Yeah. Like Dragon Quest. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they make Dragon Quest video game jokes in a like a landscape that is actually kind of lived in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um and there's like this whole thing where like monsters don't have names. Okay. And then he starts naming monsters and then that causes them to evolve. Oh, nice. And get like stronger or better or smarter or whatever. Nice. <laughs> like he like runs into like this whole village of goblins and becomes their lord or king or 
God or whatever. <laughs> and he ends up naming all of them. <laughs> and they like evolve and change and Right on. It's it's interesting. It's it's different. Mm-hmm. Um and because it's like capping currently in Japan right now, like I've been watching it subtitled. I can't imagine who, <laughs> what they're going to do when they get English voice actors. <laughs> it's going to get it's going to get goofy. Oh, they'll probably get like Johnny Young Bosch or someone they'll like that. They'll get the same six people they always They do. always do. Right, right. They'll get Yuri Lowenthal and they'll get like um um oh, Scott Bloom. Scott Bloom. Yeah, they'll <laughs> get a ton of them. Christina V and yeah. Christine Cabanos. Uh, and... Carrie Walgren does a lot. Yeah. 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 Uh, what's her name? Uh, Katie Vogut or whatever her name is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So and before we start just naming off every voice actor we know, uh, let's go ahead and take a break here. And when we come back, we'll get into a little bit of news. Mark Hamill. Tank from Cowboy Bebop, the theme song to Cowboy Bebop. Awesome. One of my favorite animes. Yeah, it's real, real good. Also, it's like, it's an anime that's not super anime-y. No, not at all. It's a show that I've heard of. Uh, it's... It was on Adult Swim all that time and never even once. Not even once. Wow. Like, they played it over and over and over again yeah. forever. At this point, it's almost a point of pride that I have not seen Cowboy <laughs> Bebop because I've managed to avoid it for these long 32 years. 
And like you're really just doing yourself a disservice and probably You know what? Probably, probably should just be really embarrassed. Probably, oh, but you wow. know what? Where's this rage coming from? <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm getting old and crotchety, so I'm going to dig in. I'm going to dig deeper into it. Lean I mean, hard into the I mean, crotchetiness. I haven't seen all of the episodes of Cowboy Bebop. But Philistine. I've, but I've definitely seen a lot of them. I know the guy looks like Keanu Reeves, and there's like... Eh. Or Stu Pickles. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Now that's a reference I know. Why do I know Rugrats and not Cowboy Bebop? I don't know. Rugrats is bad. It's not a good show. Although it's one of the few shows that has that like featured like prominent like Jewish characters and yeah. stuff. Like yeah, it's you been know. a while since I've watched it. Like, yeah. Rugrats is good for kids, but I've I've gone back and watched it and was like, oh, some of the parent stuff is all right. Yeah, like you go back, like you there's, watch. It there's the... there's some references in there that went over my head as a kid. Oh yeah, but it's not enough to it's... make it worth watching. Yeah, and you get real sick of like, oh, they said a word wrong. Yeah, that's. They said potty. Yeah. Anyway, why do we play that song? Oh, we're not going to talk about Rugrats anymore. <laughs> we could. I mean, hey, we could talk about Rugrats some more, you know. We played the Cowboy Bebop theme song because Netflix is making a live action Cowboy Bebop show. Because I called it anime adaptations are the thing. You did call it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, I'll have to give you that one. Yeah, you definitely did. My thing is. As nervous as I am about it, if they do it, it could be easily done right. Because it could basically be like another Firefly type of show. It could also be the Death Note <laughs> Netflix movie. Yeah, but there isn't as much fantastical stuff in, in Cowboy Bebop. Space? Yeah, which is easy to do. It's pretty gr- It's pretty grounded for a space anime, okay. I, I think. Oh yeah, I did. I did know that. Yeah, I'm... E- even like their pseudo science stuff is like oh, okay. That, that sounds what sounds believable. Yeah, like take everything that you think you know about anime or assume about an anime, and it probably doesn't apply to Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, <laughs> no, not really at all. <laughs> yeah, everything I've heard about it, I'm I'm playing dumb for the radio. I have heard a little <laughs> bit of about. I I at least know the concept of the Man, show. Man, I love the bit, movie. So, the yeah. movie was fantastic. I never saw it. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven, or just Cowboy Bebop the movie in the, in America. Mm. Uh, it's it's really really good. It's basically a long version of an episode. Which okay. I mean, what more would you want? <laughs> exactly. All right, hey, for our listeners, uh, could someone in like a minute explain what Cowboy Bebop is? I got it. Sure. So, Cowboy Bebop, other than Cowboy Bebop, Cowboy Robot, Cowboy Bebop is a anime. Actually, I don't even think it was even a manga first. It was just an anime. Manga came later about a group of bounty hunters, and they call them cowboys. Space bounty hunters. Yeah, space bounty hunters. Uh, main characters are Spike, Jet, Faye, Edward, and a dog named Ein. Mm-hmm. He was a super smart corgi and started all the nerds wanting corgis. So uh, it, God, it's so good. And most of it is there is no real it's overarching pre- yeah, story. It's pretty episodic and they just okay. have different bounty hunting related space adventures. Or some that aren't bounty hunting adventures at all. Oh, yeah. Like Mushroom Samba. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of the uh, Edward, the tech kid brings home a bag full of mushrooms and they turn out and they eat them and they turn out to be special mushrooms. Ah, okay. Well, I um, have seen that episode. It's fantastic. (laughs) Okay. So they're doing a live action series of this and you say it could work. It could work. Okay. It could work. Uh, the biggest things they really need to hit on is like the interpersonal relationships Mm -hmm. and the music. Music is a huge part of the show. That is kind of the one downside I've I've heard about this. The original, um, the guy who did the original score and the original music for the show is not going to be attached to this. So and I don't that know if that really... means they're going to be able to use any of the music from the original show in this. That sucks because there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I, I think it could be good, but I also ask why. Because it <laughs> because it's an anime staple and it has name recognition. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, but just to be devil's advocate, why anything? I yeah, mean, like, I mean, yeah. Like, why turn Marvel comic book <laughs> characters into movies? True. Why 
you know, why are we readapting, you know, everything over and over again? I mean, but the the anime is perfectly good and like I think a transformation of medium isn't going to do it any favors. But then again, <laughs> you have someone like me who is a crotchety old man who doesn't like anime. <laughs> Um, where I'll watch the first episode of this live action thing, and who knows, maybe I'll watch it and go, huh, that could be better. <laughs> that could be better I'll animated, and it probably will And I'll be. try the anime <laughs> at that point. Why not? So, I mean, there, there is crossover. Like, you can get, you know, oh, yeah. people that know the show by the live action first and then find it the original I mean, that, later that's, on. that's happened to me before on other various projects. Mm, yeah, see, same, me, me Like, too. I played... Um, when I played The Wolf Among Us, it got me interested in the Fables yeah, comics. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see? Same same kind of thing. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I'm going to be crotchety about it and just say, watch the anime, dummies. <laughs> oh, Cody. <laughs> uh, man, it's just so good, though. And I love how it's like a living universe. Like, they don't really explain anything to see, you. See, that's good. Yeah. That's like a Fifth Element sort of situation. Yeah. I mean, not as fantastical as Fifth Element, yeah. but like that's... that. Yeah, it's just a living idea. world that already has yeah, an established history. I still history. can't believe you haven't watched any of this because... <laughs> okay, this coming from the guy that we have a whole show dedicated to movies that's you haven't true, seen. But yeah. like, other than it being an anime, it is so up your alley, I feel like. It probably is. <laughs> it probably really is. Like, I've heard some of the music, that smooth jazz kind of stuff is actually, well, not even smooth jazz, just jazz in general, is pretty cool. The, so much jazz. The look it, looks pretty interesting. And I it's just cool sci-fi. Like, I've just never seen it, and at this point, it's too late. It's okay, dog. I got your back. <laughs> I have the whole series. I've got okay. your back. All right, so hey. It's on Hulu. You can watch the whole thing on Hulu. Yeah. Anyway, talking <laughs> about uh, anime and Netflix and things, here's another thing I can't talk a whole lot about. Evangelion, tell me about that. It's giant robots, right? Uh, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I mean, basically. Going from one anime spectrum to the other. Yeah. Like, but it, just as important, <laughs> just as influential of an anime. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that creator's name? Uh, Ano? Is that yeah, his name? Uh, Hideki Ano or yeah. something like that? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I know. I Again. I'm playing dumb. I know a little bit about what this thing is. Because he, like, he directed Shin Godzilla. Yeah, that's that's right. With that weird floppy, googly eyed <laughs> proto Godzilla. There are there it. are some you know elements in that movie that are obviously inspired from his work. Oh on yeah, the sure, Genesis. sure. Anyway, uh, Netflix is getting the entire run of that original series, which is kind of a big deal because it hasn't been available in America even on DVD mm-hmm. for several years. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen a DVD for it in a long time. Yeah, I used yeah. to see them all the time, like at Sam Goody and Fye, like for super expensive prices. But I just know it for that one meme about get in know, the robot Shinji. Get in the robot Shinji. It's probably my favorite anime. Mm. So a lot of a lot of like <laughs> okay. giant robot animes that come after mm-hmm. they they pull from either one of two houses, Gundam or yes, or, or Neon Genesis, because they are so separate. Yeah. Where Gundam is more realistic, Neon Genesis is as Buck wild. Okay, so I understand that you're not that this is almost an impossible task, but like I asked you about the Cowboy Bebop in like one minute, can you give the listener like base level what is the show? What is Neon Genesis Evangelion without like digging in? Oh it's, man, it's difficult. Yeah. It's yeah, going to be tough. This is a tough one. Yeah, this is a tough one because but, the, uh, what is it like the post apocalypse sort of kind humanity's of? rebuilt after a a a cataclysmic event mm-hmm. of either space or interdimensional beings. I can't remember exactly. It's been so long since I've watched mm-hmm. it called angels. Mm-hmm. And but not those angels, not the good angels. No, these are, these are bad angels. They're big Kaiju monsters. Yeah. Okay. And they're coming back. Yeah. And... They destroyed the world before. And then in the time earth has built defenses. It's mm-hmm. almost like a Pacific rim. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's actually the a very apt comparison. Sure. Uh, kind of thing yeah and it's not the the war against the giant robots and the giant uh monsters is like uh it's like almost secondary to like the interpersonal like oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah and it gets it gets real weird later on that's what i hear (laughs) and the problem is there are so many offshoots of it and retellings and Mm -hmm. it's really hard to keep everything straight i can't tell you how many different 
movies and everything that is tied to this project. It is well, I mean, basically, there's the 26 episodes of the TV show, and then there's two movies. Mm-hmm. That's the whole original series. Yeah, there's, but then there's over the years in Japan, there have been other things that have gone well, like to then theaters. Then there's the remake movies. Yeah, and there's three of those out right now, and they're forever working on the fourth one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and basically you are tied into your robot through like a mental right, yeah, thing. Synchronization yep. thing, yep. yeah. Yep. And so when the robot feels pain, you feel pain. Okay, so that's very that's uh interesting way. Well, that is a very Pacific Rim kind of thing. It almost sounds like you oh, know, yeah. Del Toro just basically looked at oh, yeah. that and went, "Oh, hey, I can do that." Also, the robot's not really technically a robot in the traditional sense. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, anyway, it's it's cool that Netflix is getting the series so that it's available for a wider Yay, everyone uh, else audience. can get messed up in the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, let's round out the Netflix talk. I guess Netflix is also doing, is it a series or is it a bunch of movies I think on, they're. Uh, I think Raul they're. Dull I think they're stuff? separate series from yeah, what I've read. That, that's okay. what it sounds like. Yeah, there's not a lot of information other than these projects are coming. Uh, they are doing... Um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and I, mm-hmm. it'll, I'm assuming it'll be based more on the book. <laughs> Which is a tale that hasn't been told enough times. Yeah. Right. Uh, they're doing Matilda. Cool. Yeah. And uh, Matilda needs an up. It, it's it's time for a Matilda like yeah. Yeah. update, I think. Yeah, it hasn't been done to death. I mean, listen, like I like Mara Whistling as much as anybody else, but like it's it's time. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's, let's put her in it. Let yeah. her voice somebody in you know, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really love she's that. Great. I love she's that. She's great. She's I love, pretty great. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, what was the other one? Um, Matilda. Um, oh, the BFG. Uh, B- yeah, the BFG. Yeah, the mm-hmm. Big Friendly Giant, or whatever. which is weird because that was just, just made done. into a movie like a year and a half ago. Exactly. Exactly. By Spielberg, no <laughs> less. Right. Yeah. I'd like to see some well done Raw Doll animated. Yeah. It hasn't really been animated. Yeah. It I, it really hasn't. I mean, the thing is, we've it, yeah, it hasn't been animated, and everything we've gotten has been movies. So I feel like maybe they could tell a more broader scope of a story and maybe bring in more elements from the books to a series. Yeah. I would actually really like to see an adaptation of the sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, uh, Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I enjoy that book almost as as much, if not more, than the original Willy Wonka. Yeah. Or the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, the whole concept of like being a negative age Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a segment where like the four grandparents like start de aging and they're like at one point they're like hey we're twenty it's great and they start aging backwards further and further until they're negative numbers <laughs> and as a kid that freaked me the hell out <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's like Benjamin Button yeah. yeah yeah it'd be cool if they match the art style that a lot of the books have they have yeah. kind of a unified like the same person must have illustrated all of them because mm-hmm. they have a unified look. It'd be cool if they matched that, but I bet they don't. <laughs> I, it would be cool if they matched it, but I don't know how well it would translate into moving like animation. A moving medium. That's yeah. true, because it's very sketch, kind of the really mm-hmm. sketchy, loose well, here's the thing. look. Like, a lot of like the Netflix uh, animated like series they've been putting out here lately, they've been, a lot of the studios they've been going with have been very good. Like uh, the studio that did Hildy made, oh, it, yeah. made it look almost- or Hilda. Or, yeah, yeah, Hilda. Hilda, yeah, it looks almost exactly like the the graphic novels. Yeah, Hilda's great too. I've oh, watched a couple so, episodes so of it. It's so adorable. It's really love good. It. And the, you're right; their animation has gotten better. I mean, Shira looks pretty good. Yeah, Shira's really good. And of course, that was DreamWorks. Yeah. that did that one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that I've talked about this on here before with the Peabody and Sherman show. Yeah, that on one's Netflix. really good. It has yeah. a really good look to it. Yeah, I like it too. And then you get like the you know, the other studios that did like the Voltron and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's DreamWorks too. Yeah. It was. It was. The Captain Underpants cartoon that is on Netflix. Does it look good? It looks, Um, it's like a, f- almost like 2.5D. It's almost like a huh. flat three dimension. It's like a flat three dimensional. Yeah, it's, it's, almost- like it's like they took the movie they did and just kind of. Yeah. But there are a lot of animated series on Netflix that do look like hot garbage. Well, um, the Magic School Bus remake was it was bad. That's what I've heard. It did look it did look rough. I haven't gotten into yeah. it yet. So it could go either way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like like somebody at Netflix recognizes like whimsical art, and I think that they could pull it off. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
the the Magic School Bus reboot was fun to watch for an episode, but after that, you're like, okay, this is not for this is for children. Like, well, sure, yeah, yeah. this is literally this has nothing for me. Yeah, but it was fun to go back for nostalgia's sake. Yeah. yeah, sure, sure, and see what they do with the uh, the new Miss Frizzle that I forget her name is Kate voicing. McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is voicing, which is pretty fantastic. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, they also have the classic. Magic School Bus on Netflix too. Nice. Oh, they do. Carlos. <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> well, according to my research, it's time to move on to another topic. I, I think I so. Like <laughs> you know, we're talking about uh, live action things and animated things. So let's get into a debate. What is this new Lion King movie? Live action or animated? You it's, guys, it's animated. It's, it's animated. It's, I don't care what people say. It is animated. I, I don't agree. Even, I don't even care that they're photorealistic animals. They are. It is. Com- Everything's everything is computer animated, including the backgrounds. Yeah, there's everything. there's no they didn't truck in any real lions for this movie, so yeah. it's not live action. Yeah. Now, how many live action elements would have to be present before it is considered a live action movie? Like, if they just put in like one human person in the background, would it then be considered live action? Or would I think it, it would. Be... I think it would ruin the movie. Well, yeah, yeah, but but yeah, because then then you've got kind of like a live action animation mix, like a like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah, that was a better example than what I was thinking. Yeah. Or the Jungle Book. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that Jungle Jungle Book remake, which wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Also directed by Favreau. Favreau's doing this one as well. I am so mad they took out Scar's song. Well, I didn't know they did. Yeah, yeah they, they, they took did. out. They took out. Be prepared. But there's a lot of there's Nazi a lot imagery. Of very, in that. Yes, yes, I understand that. They they could do still do the song without doing that. That's true. Well, they could do that if they weren't interested in just tracing over. Yeah, the, shot for shot, shot for shot, making the film. The, the original <laughs> and giving movie. Beyonce a song because that because that trailer was just the trailer for it was the, the opening. Original. It yeah. was the opening. Yeah. yeah, that's all it was. I don't know, man. I'm just like. I I like the Lion King. It's a great movie, but mm-hmm. like it's one of my favorites. I, I love I love I here love. I am saying the same thing I said about Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I remember seeing Lion King in theaters. Like my family. We oh, all, yeah. We yeah. All, oh yeah! Oh yeah! And we went like that first weekend, and it was cram packed. The only seats that were available were like the front row. So we were like basically looking straight up Those are at the, the screen. Worst. It was the worst, but you know what? We did it because doggone it, that was a good movie. Man, that sounds like when I went and saw episode three opening night, mm-hmm. I was sitting in the front row and then when we got into the, the, the stupid wire fighting lightsaber fights near the end, the flashes were so bright, it gave me a headache. <laughs> I read the junior novelization of the Lion King before I saw the movie, so Excellent. I did a good I did a good spoiler on myself before <laughs> I even saw the movie. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll watch it, but I think I'll more watch it out of curiosity's sake than actually. Listen, everything about this movie seems like it should hit and should be really good. I'm like sure it Donald will. Donald Glover oh, and like yeah. Beyonce and yeah. Seth Seth Rogen is Seth Rogen's definitely going to be Pumba, right? It would be I bad mean, casting if he wasn't. Yeah, like, like they're not gonna make him like not that character. Just get ready for him to look like kind of a scary real life warhog instead of a cuddly cartoon. One. Oh, they'll they'll cartoon if they'll cartoon him up just. They'll probably make his make eyes it. really big and facing more front. <laughs> they'll give him weird human eyes. Oh <laughs> Wait, no, no, that's even worse. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> Which, what's the point of making it live action if you have to do this? <laughs> Oh, you right. know, I guess just, just in general, these live action adaptations of oh yeah, he Disney is, movies he is, Pumbaa. is just yeah. yeah I, I just I just can't get excited about it. I don't. Mm. It's like Beauty and the Beast. Like oh, Beauty and the Beast was uh, just passable. Or was it, it bad? Well, yes and no. It <laughs> added a little bit to like the lore of the movie of the original animated movie that I kind of liked. Like, why would there was like a. Of course, there's like a castle town that Bell's from that is like near the castle. Hyrule why does, Castle Town. Basically, yeah. Why does no one in that town remember anything Their about lord. the Lord or anything? It's because that was part of the curse that mm. the, that the the townsfolk would forget about the the town. And also, the castle was kind of far away from the town. You had to go through the forest to in get there. The this live action thing, it's not. It's a oh. castle town, and they actually tie in the baker from the beginning of the movie 
is Mr. Potts, Mrs. Potts's husband, who was not in the castle when at the, the time where the happened. curse happened. So he forgot about his wife and kid, and she got trapped as a teapot, a, a teapot in a cup. Huh. <laughs> yeah, I liked that. Everything else is just not good. <laughs> Although some of the ba- behind-the-scenes uh, shots of the guy, the live-action actor in like the weird harness... Oh yeah, as the beast. Yeah, in his is, mo- in his mocap suit is ridiculous. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. Oh, you yeah, guys, it's, it's, it's like all I'm pull it's it all padded up and bulky. Oh yeah, it's so stupid looking. <laughs> oh yeah, he looks ridiculous. Like you got like her in this like you know this opulent gown, and then you got him in his gray spandex suit. <laughs> they seem almost more interested in patching these plot holes of these old movies. Than they are Look like making a Look at that. compelling mm-hmm. new movie. It's a tale as old as time. <laughs> Look Beauty. at him in his giant weird calves or his giant weird thighs. <laughs> like his like moon boots. <laughs> a tale as old as time. Beauty and the CGI stand in. Yeah. <laughs> I just, these live action adaptations, I mean, I understand why they're doing it, but I'm. Money. Money. <laughs> but like, I'm kind of done with them oh yeah i was done with them before like yeah. by like jungle book which I was like, like their second one i like cartoons and i'm fine with things being cartoons yeah <laughs> i mean lion king's right up your alley then yeah yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> all right so hey uh we don't have a whole lot of time left so oh we man john a- oliver zazu that that's is, actually pretty good that casting. That is perfect. I, actually, I heard uh, Amy Sedaris is being cast as a uh, totally original character, huh. which mm. is which is cool. I mean, that's fine. Um, we don't have Sheba, a... the girl Simba. That's that's it. <laughs> what? No, there was already a girl Simba. Nala. Though. Yeah, Nala. Nala. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about these couple of other things real quick. Daredevil was canceled from Netflix. Bummer. Bummer. It's even a bigger bummer because I the reason why is um, they haven't come out and said this, but like. Disney's making their own app, their own pay for like monthly subscription app where all their movies and shows and stuff are going to be. And Marvel's part of Disney. So it's pretty clear they're canceling all of their shows on all their other streaming on all the other streaming apps and things so that they can like relaunch them on their own app. And I think that is absolutely the worst idea. Oh, yeah. Like part of like what made the, the Daredevil and stuff good was the fact that, yeah, they got the rights from Disney to do it. But it was their own thing. Well, more than that, almost everybody has a Netflix account. Exactly. Every, almost everybody has Netflix. I mean, it's it's almost like a utility at this point, basically. If you it have really the internet, is. you it basically really have Netflix. Or Hulu, or if not both. But how many people are going to have paid for any of those like niche third-party like, streaming apps? That was the apps? good part about Netflix is that everything was there. Everything's there. Like, How many people bought CBS All Access for Star Trek Discovery? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> Who is getting the DC app to watch Gritty Titans and and see and Robin and see Robin say the f word? I've actually heard Titans is pretty good. But... I, I've heard it's not bad, but I still am not going to pay for it. No, no. Especially its price point is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Because I was into the idea of a DC app, mm-hmm. and that was when I thought it was going to be like $4, $3. Yeah. But no, it's... not like, what is it, 70 bucks a year? Like, no. yeah, it's like 70 bucks a year. That's ridiculous. Uh, but no, I think it's I think it's a a poor move on uh, Disney's decision. I mean, they're they're still going to make money, but like they're going to lose viewership. They're going to lose a lot of viewership on this. Yeah, it, when you, yeah, it's it's making it more. It's like funneled. Yes, yes, they're they're narrowing their audience, and that's ultimately going to come back and bite them. The the um, appeal of Netflix is that it had a huge variety, and it was cheaper than cable. Yeah, but now that everybody wants to have their own Netflix, you're going to be paying for. 40 different services and it's going to end up costing about as much as cable. as cable. Yeah. Like I'm not paying for cable because I don't want to pay that money. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't want to uh, pay 60 to 90 bucks a month to watch three channels. Right. Yeah. That's like me today. I'm <laughs> going to be canceling my cable today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, again, not a whole lot of time blade runner anime. That's a thing that's happening. Didn't they already kind of do one? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Now they're doing another one. Yeah. <laughs> I like Blade Runner. I think yeah. it, I mean, I the, think it would lend from what, I haven't well. watched it, but I heard the, the prequel one to the uh, 2049 was actually really good. Yeah. Well, there's like 400 animes that were inspired by Blade Runner. Oh, sure. So it only makes sense for it to go back Full the circle. other way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 400 animes and also The Matrix. Yeah. 
<laughs> Which is in itself kind of an anime. Yeah. God, that it is the original live action anime. It kind of really is, isn't I, it? I'll take Blade Runner any way I can get it. That's oh, fine. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, there's way more to be told in that universe. I love it. I think. I, mean, I miss I miss Almost Human. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> that it was such a good show. I know. Gone before it's time. They Definitely. Didn't even, they didn't even let the whole season like wrap up like no satisfactorily man they like, fo- they foxed that almost as hard as oh, they did firefly they, if not harder <laughs> oh I'm, no i'm serious it ends on such a stupid cliffhanger it's oh, ridiculous yeah. like last man on earth they just introduced <laughs> john larroquette and now he's gone exactly <laughs> anyway, so good anyway last thing so uh bethesda is having some troubles what else is new <laughs> they're, they're having the troubles we could do a, a whole show on fallout 76 on... we could do a whole podcast on just bethesda's everything oh todd but they, they seemed like they seem like they've run out of goodwill yeah they coasted on skyrim too long mm-hmm. and now people have suddenly realized hey They've kind of been putting one over us, one over on us for a long time. It was fun to point out the the bugs and the jankiness for a while, but that fun is gone now. Yeah, it's now we're now how many years away from Skyrim, and they're still making the same game, basically. And the the news thing With here the same is bugs. Ugh, yeah. yeah, the the news thing here is uh, there's going to be an Elder Scrolls uh, mobile game that is uh, called uh, Elder Scrolls. Blades. Yes. The, yeah. That's the super generic name of it. Um, and it's being um, backburnered. Like yeah, they're putting, they're delaying it till next year. It was supposed to come out in the fall. Mm-hmm. Now it's been delayed yeah. till next year and sometime. They're delaying it because they're working on working out the bugs of Fallout 76. More well, they, than likely. They, yeah. Right? They didn't say why, but, but that's what it is. It's either because it's all hands on deck on 76 or it's because they went, oh no. We can't release another product that is this buggy, mm-hmm. so we better buckle down and make sure this isn't uh, really terrible, or we're going to lose any goodwill we have I would left. F- I <laughs> would yeah. feel another um, element in that decision making was the horrible reaction that Blizzard got to their Diablo mobile game. Yeah, might yeah, be. that might be part of it as but well. They were at least smart enough to announce another mainline series game is coming when they announced their mobile game. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Blizzard would have had to have done and people would have been fine. They, would but... fine they wouldn't have cared. It would have just been a passed over. Yeah, you know, the only thing positive thing I can say about this Elder Scrolls mobile game is it can't run on the same engine as Skyrim and like... Oh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> I don't think there's a reason why Gamebryo couldn't run on the phone. Oh, really? Oh, it runs on the Switch. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, well, then it could run on the phone. You're right, basically. All right, well, they, I, they really did ride like Skyrim to the to its death. Then they are yeah. still putting out Skyrim games at full price. Oh, I know Skyrim VR just came out. Yeah, people have kind of like gotten wise to their tricks. Finally, mm-hmm. I think it's like, hey, hey, remember Beth- when remember when Bethesda used to make different games? Now they're just the Skyrim company, Skyrim yeah. and Fallout. Well, since Oblivion, it's been the same thing. It's it's <laughs> medieval game and. Like post-apocalyptic game, but it's the and same thing. They're coming out with space game, soon. space game, yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be the same thing. Space Skyrim. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if they like put it, tried to put like maybe a vehicle or a ladder? No, it'll be a dragon, <laughs> but it'll be a giant robot dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it'll move just like move just like just like, the like Alduin. <laughs> All these games since Oblivion, and they haven't mastered the ladder. Yeah. Or just walking animations. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their character, their NPCs have been looked have looked like garbage mm-hmm. since forever. Yeah. yeah. Like when they walk through a room and they just push all the tables and chairs out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> Which that's when they said uh, Fallout seventy six wasn't going to have any NPCs. I'm like, okay, because your NPCs are bad. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, um, we could, like we mentioned, we could do an entire show on. Uh, bashing Bethesda and their their lackluster games. As of I, late. I like Bethesda's games. Fine, but they're janky. They're and just not. They stop trying. They stop trying. That's the problem. Anyway, we could we could talk about that, but we've hit time for the week. Yay. So we should go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. Hey, do you like social media? I mean, we all do. We all have it. We, we have are... no choice. It's how society works. <laughs> <laughs> we are on Facebook, 
Twitter, Twitch, and if you like pictures, that sweet, sweet Instagrams at NerdOverloadNow. Oh, we have uh, an email, staff at nerdoverload.com. Email us with any comments or questions about the show. Yes, Sam. Or topic. Do the same thing. I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> have Sam to replace the Sam. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it on the show if you send yeah. us an email. I mean, we can do that. we've done it before. We'll we've, do it again. <laughs> sure. I mean, no one's stopping us. Yeah, subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel while you're at it, Nerd Overload TV. Mm-hmm. There's and some stuff there. There's stuff there. There's going to be more stuff there. We're, we're working on it. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, and just about anywhere else you can find a podcast, you can find our show. No excuses. No excuses. And, hey, we like t-shirts, right? Yeah. They cover our bodies. Buy a shirt, buy a sticker, buy a mug. They're great gifts. They're great gifts for the holiday season. Yeah. Um, we, you missed our Black Friday sale. That was the thing. But it's still kind of going on. Is it? They're always they running sales. It? Yeah. yeah T-Public's always running sales. Just... If it's not on sale, give it a week. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely buy but one. But definitely get one. Because it supports the show. It does. And we, we put a lot of work into and it. And they're good shirts. Well, Sam put a lot of work in them. Yeah. They're good shirts, Brad. I, I wear them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. All right. So anyway, thanks again for tuning in. And we will be back next week. Peace out.